Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Uh, oh, shit. God damn, that's high. <laughs> Are you hot again? Yeah, I, I think it's just the volume of my voice. Check, 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 check. Low, 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 low. Low. Is that better? Lower, please. There we go. I That's didn't good. even move at that time, you dick. That should be good. <laughs> you tricked me. How I dare d- you trick me? I tricked you. <laughs> you fell for it. The beyond <laughs> maneuver. <laughs> you are a trickster in disguise. All right, you ready? Yes. All right. I got my hood on. Engage. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Dork Trek, the twice a week Star Trek The Next Generation podcast. Go on iTunes and subscribe immediately. Just go to iTunes, search Dork Trek, and hit the subscribe button, and you will get every review of this podcast i am lieutenant commander bob fresh ben i'm lieutenant commander ben mccormick i'm lieutenant commander jenny zell uh, and i'm lieutenant commander tug johnson i gotta uh, anton's here <laughs> <laughs> i'm here anton's uh i believe you ordered your shirt i did indeed so cool. then i guess when your shirt comes you will be an official member of the crew now, sweet you, you got the whole the tng uniform yes no, not we, the whole uniform. The I got the, yeah, the, the t-shirt. T-shirt. Oh man, well, the t-shirt works for now. I guess. And then we'll get the uh, he'll get the uniform later. I don't have the seventy bucks to drop on a uniform yeah, right it's now. Really, it's really well because this is a bad time to buy the uniforms because it's Halloween. Right. Give it a yeah. couple weeks and then yeah. the price will go back. Yeah, I got mine for like thirty five bucks. Yeah, so like I, I got mine for about the same. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, same here. And and the phasers. Yeah, the phasers are awesome. See, I was gonna get a tricorder. Oh, oh that's I mean, cool. I got Science one. officer. You can get one on your f- download the uh, tricorder app on yeah, your phone. Was, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surely do. Surely do. I might do that right cool. now while we're recording. So uh, <laughs> I'll tell you who's missing in this crew, though, is uh, Lieutenant Commander Black and Asian. He's uh, out in the uh, Turkey planet. Yes, he's on planet Turkey. Yep. And we're going to miss Dennis Black and Asian for many reasons because he brings so much to the podcast. He's a minority and... He's yep. our point guard. <laughs> he, yeah, he takes the notes for us. Yeah, like he leads us in the direction. So yeah. I think at this point we're like a ship without a rudder. I, I was going to say that. Actually. This is going to be yes, interesting. Yes. Well, I'm excited <laughs> about this episode because... We have the book. Ben's got the book, and it's also a Klingon episode. Woo! I'm, I'm so excited. I am so happy that you're here, Ben McCormick. <laughs> Dirty Klingon. I you love the Klingon. Fine. You hate I, don't Klingons. I flew 16 hours to get back to the States <laughs> because I did not want to miss this episode. Now, ben, go, go back to Africa, please. <laughs> 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 well, because he was in Africa. That's hey, what I'm no, saying. I don't want you guys to think of yeah. Now, what is the name of the episode? Because I'm not even sure. It's a matter of honor. What show are we even watching? Because Dennis is in here to lead us in that direction. Yes. So I'm not, I don't even know what we're doing. Ben, <laughs> Well, we were Watching Punky Brewster, right? I knew it was something oh, from oh, the eighties. Isn't this the episode where she gets caught in the in the refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this episode is called uh, "A Matter of Honor," I believe. Yes. A matter of yes. honor. Now, who's gonna who's gonna lead the way with notes? Ben can lead it, man. I've got the book. All right, Ben. Yes. All right, have at it. So the episode yeah. starts out. Um, there's going to be a crew swap, an exchange program. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I enjoy crew swap. <laughs> You know, it we, kind we of tried this on the uh, boner, and it didn't really work out that nah, way. No, nah, no, it wasn't like swapping. Yeah, it came out different. Well, that's because <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Tug Johnson went over to the other vessel and just dropped trap. It's like, all right, <laughs> who I'm swapping, baby. I'm here for the swap. <laughs> Snowball anybody? That's how we do it on the boner. I... You know? Yeah. So go ahead, Ben. All right, so we uh, run into uh, 
believe the guy's name was Modan. The yes. Inns and Catfish, as I called him. Yes, it's, <laughs> and it's awesome, too, because in this episode, we find out that Wesley is a racist. Yes. Totally, yes. Yeah. Yeah. totally yeah. a racist. Because Wesley sees yes. the guy... Uh, whatever his name is, Modark or, or Modon. Modon. Or Modon. No, Modok Modon. is the guy from Marvel Comics. Yeah, right. right. They see the fish face guy. Mindon, I'm sorry. Who Wesley With and Wesley Malthusa. sees him and automatically assumes he's more the Benzite that he met at, when he was doing the, the test dude. last year. Yeah, it was Murdoch. But, but the thing is. When that dude tried to go through the academy, he was going to be the he was going to be the first person of his race. Yeah. Accepted into the academy. So right. Some, so how did this other guy finish before the other fish face dude? Well, he was obviously smarter because just ask him. I mean, that was the attitude That's what he I said? got. Well, no, he. It's not what they said, but I'm just saying this guy's kind of a cocky attitude nah. coming off the thing. It's yeah. like, he's a prick. Well, I, I could increase the efficiency of the dude. Just chill. Right. Chill, fish but, face. You know. <laughs> But like you said, Wesley's first thing out of his mouth is, well, you all look alike. Yeah. And then I'm getting slammed for not liking Klingons. What? So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Wesley sees him automatically and goes, oh, I know you. You're the other guy. He's like, no, I'm not the other guy. He's like, oh, that's a bummer. But to be fair, Berman. though, the Inns in Catfish's planet, they all do look alike. Yeah, but I mean, does... but it's like a, a gene, a genome. And even the Inns said it that, oh, he was from my, you know, G-G-O whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. Now, how does this Ends and Catfish finish before the other guy who was. Did he Ma- get in post? Well, the issue. other guy got hooked on coke. Well, no, he, <laughs> yeah. so he just he can never finish. Ah, okay. That he happens. washed out of the academy. You know, I think they they just need to start using name tags. Just name tags, especially for random people that just show up. Yeah, yeah, that look like other people. Yeah, just name tags. Especially when you reuse the actor. Yeah, yeah. right. And yeah. I, I think Star Trek suffers from what I call D and D syndrome. How if you? I'm sure most of us here have played D and D. Yeah, I'm sure all of us have. Yeah. No, Manny, not me. Manny, maybe not. I made fun of guys who play D and D. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> well, you can make fun of all of us. <laughs> what I'm saying is, anytime anyone creates a D and D character, they have to have some kind of ridiculous name. Right. Like this guy's name. Oh, what's your Mindon. character's name? Oh, his name is uh, More Darn. It's like why? How come his name just can't be Bill? You can't make a D. <laughs> you can't be like Bill right, the Adventurer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and D and Star Trek suffers from the same. I totally. Think, the same kind of symptoms where you just can't have a new alien walk on and go, hey, look, it's Steve. Steve he's, the alien. Yeah, he's got to have some stupid-ass name. You just got to roll up the random name generator. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> pull letters from a hat. Oh, uh, yeah. your name is Blargan. All right, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> hey, look, it's Blargan the alien <laughs> yeah. guy who breathes out of that weird hookah machine thing. <laughs> so, I want a mouth hookah like that. That'd that be would cool. be that so would be awesome. hot. Hands-free hookah. <laughs> yeah, hot like that. So anyway, Mindon comes on board. He's part of the exchange program. Yes. So right. he's coming from the uh, Benzite crew to serve with the uh, Enterprise. Um, at the same time, though, there's that program out there. So Picard, while they're on the firing range. Yeah, which is kind of cool. It, it was. The phaser range. The, yeah. The, yeah. Choo, choo. Now, let me ask you this. Because why do they aim like uh, Picard's hand is aimed a certain way? He's got like a Superman pose yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's... Like, okay, it really I, I, doesn't I take a lot of aiming with a phaser, I would think. Well, you got to think, too. I mean, there's no sights Picard's on Picard's very dramatic. It could have been like a fencing pose, I guess. Maybe, maybe. he's yeah. a fencer. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I've never seen him shoot like that in the entirety of TNG. Yeah. I've never seen Picard do the Superman pose to shoot at people. Yeah, it just seems like a very inefficient weapon, if you ask me. Yeah, totally. There's no sights. There's no well, front sights, no rear sights. Well, it, lock, it has a locking, so you just have to get close. Really? Uh-huh. That's pretty it, it, interesting. Well, it does have a bit of time. I mean, it's not like I can shoot to the left and it'll go right, but just kind of get in the area. And it's what is gonna... you're saying? General direction? 
Right. Kind of like on the game when you put it on uh, cheap mode. And, oh, you know, like auto-targets. Auto oh, okay, all right. Oh, cool. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it's not a full auto-aim, but it, there is some targeting that involved. That's kind of okay. cool. So which makes the firing range. range or something. Yeah, which, which is interesting because you've never seen them train for anything else ever. Right. <laughs> they never train yeah. before. They never train again. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I they, think, do they train one more time, I think. Guinan was on the firing range yeah, on one I remember episode. That, yeah. I, did, I forget who she beat. Worf. Worf, Worf yeah, yeah. And he wasn't oh, too... Nice. Uh, but yeah, this is the only like this is the only episode I remember. There's two episodes I guess I remember because you just brought up that one that I remember that there's some kind of practice mm-hmm. with Worf and his calisthenics and right. this one. Well, there's the one with Wesley and the, uh, the snowball fight. It wasn't that like some type of training thing. No, that was no, no, they were frolicking. Yeah, as Wesley does. just and of course it involves snowball. <laughs> <laughs> And Where's a Cosby sweater, always. Oh. See, I will say this. I, I did miss Ben being at the podcast because we made a snowball reference and Ben already winced. So that, <laughs> that's how you officially know that Lieutenant Commander McCormick is back on board. <laughs> yeah. He's always uncomfortably wincing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so Picard reveals that they're going to do a crew swap with a Klingon vessel. Right. There's yeah. The, yeah, the Pach or something. Right? And, uh, you know, he, pl- he beats around the bush a little bit. You know, oh, if I only had an officer that would want to go... And Riker behind him, of course, is always know, just jumping at the bit because no one's ever done it before. Ooh, you know, right. pick it's me. A challenge. He likes yeah, it. Yeah, he likes challenge. Hey, Riker's a badass. He's a cool he dude. He just wants man. to go tag some Klingon ladies. That's that's what it all oh, boils yeah. down and to. And later on in the episode, we realize he gets his chance. Yeah, right. Yes. Not one, but, but two. two. <laughs> hey, Klingon chicks always come in pairs. That's, a, that's a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. The ships come in threes, the chicks come in twos. Yep. Oh, interesting. interesting. <laughs> that's nice. Nice. So uh, everybody gets, I guess, to their stations, you know, gets settled in. Um, they've got to go meet the ship. But uh, the Benzite kid, Mendon here, on the bridge, science officer. He's a nosy we- prick. Yeah, he totally is. Yeah. Hate that he, guy. A little too cocky, yeah. I mean, he, he was even rubbing Wesley the wrong way, and it's, you know. <laughs> no, well, really. Well, anyway, he rubbed Wesley. Well, well, I think, is, I think is the wrong. thing with him and Wes, though, was... This dude came on board, and he was trying to be, you know, Mr. Hot Shit guy that knows everything. And right. Wesley was like, hey, dude, that's my job. Exactly. And I, I think Wesley threw him under the bus, too. Oh, Wesley totally does. Because when he goes, well, you know, I have some you know, suggestions, and maybe, uh, you know, the captain would know. And Is he open to that? And Wesley's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, just, just walk right up to him. <laughs> but we already have record of Wesley. I mean, in my mind, he killed oh, yeah, Singh. Lieutenant Singh yeah. Oh, yeah. in season that's one. True. It's not his first time at the rodeo, baby. So, I mean, Wesley is, Wesley is known. He's a sociopath in my head, and he's going to do whatever it takes to get ahead. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Beverly? The real reason Beverly left? We, you know, we joke that it's because she, you know, to get away from Wesley because she doesn't like him, but it's probably to protect her life. Yeah. She started <laughs> seeing the signs, and she's like, eh, "Okay, yeah. there's way too many dead bugs in this apartment. <laughs> um, where's the dog?" But Wesley. So anyway, uh, Mindon notices the uh, something growing on the Klingon ship. Yeah, but he doesn't tell Picard. Doesn't right? tell anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's really dumb. Dumbass. Really he does dumb. his full. He does intense scans on it, and then all right, well, because immediately when you're watching this, because I was watching it, and I was like, wow, whatever he's doing, it's pretty suspect. Because yeah. I don't know this yeah. fish face. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah, it's shady. He just walked onto the vessel, and now he's like really kind of examining this Klingon vessel. Right. And right. you know the relationship with the Klingons and the Federation is icy at best. Right. So you're like, this can't be good. What I know is if you're scanning my ship, I'm going to be a little. You know, I'm going to notice. And it's even like, the music at this point in the episode is kind of like dun dun dun. 
It's a very mm-hmm. foreboding mm-hmm. and kind of frightening. Yeah. Right. Like, he's he's up to no good. See, and, you, yeah. and you can even tell he's up to no good because on the screen, the type is in red. Inconclusive. And, and I know when things come up inconclusive. It's, it's not good. In bright red on a computer screen. It's that's flashing. never a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Never flashing a good red. thing. No. But they do the switch. They uh, they send Picard. I'm not Picard, but they send uh, your man over. Right. They send okay. him over. But before they do, he has a nice moment in the hallway with uh with Worf, Worf. Oh, right, which yeah. was really cool. Which was cool. Worf says, "Hey man, I made this for you. It's like a calling device." Well, or my thing was, where was he going to hide it? Because it was kind of mm. oblong and smooth, and I'm like, <laughs> oblong. Well, it's wh- a suppository. <laughs> where does this go? You Put say. this in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's multi-directional. <laughs> S- squeeze once if you want to come home. Squeeze <laughs> twice if you're safe. Yeah, yeah, so he gives and him like a, he gives him like yeah. a little tracking it's a, device. It's a transponder. Got the remote. Yeah. yeah, totally. Which is hot. <laughs> but uh, so now with suppository in hand, well, he beams Wherever. over to the park, mm-hmm. or right. goes on, joins the crew. And I, I like how he's walking down that hallway, and the Klingon's really fascinated because he's never seen a human before. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was cool. I thought it was fantastic. And I tell you what, too, it is smoky aboard a Klingon vessel. They, they, need, more lights. Just, they need more lights. They need more lights. It's just so. It's like at a, It's like being on stage at a metal concert. It's like all. <laughs> it's all red lights and fog. Yeah, it's like the dude, butt- like the. The suits and the long yeah. hair. It's awesome. <laughs> like Guar. It is. I feel like I'm at like either a Guar show or like kiss. a Kiss a Kiss tribute concert. Because <laughs> yeah. well, the they whole got time, the boots, they yeah. got the shoulder pads. Yeah, the whole time I was like, it must take forever to put those clothes on. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got your 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 undergarment, and then your pants, then your belt, then your silvery jacket thing, then your boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the boots are the all, horns. They're all dressed like Ace Freely. It's yeah, it's awesome. a lot. Maybe it's they just never change. Like, they just leave they it on all off. the time. Yeah, they just nah, leave it maybe. on. Well, it's been the same uniform since uh, Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's like two, over 200 years in that same uniform. You never and know, I'm sure man. the Klingons pride themselves in battle and fashion. <laughs> Those are pretty sweet. Because it is. It's very glam rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ziggy Stardust. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. That's what it reminds me of. Like it's, yeah. David, it's like a David Bowie stage like, show. If they're not killing, they're in a rock band. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do in their part time. Yeah. How do you feel about all this, Ben? I... Hey, if they want smoky, dark <laughs> ships, that that's their choice. I'm sure they have a reason for it. That's pretty cool, though. I'm not but big into heavy lights. metal, and apparently they are, so just another reason for me to hate the Klingons. <laughs> You're not big wow. into Klingons. So this dude leads uh, Riker to the bridge of the ship. Gets on the bridge. He meets uh, Captain, uh, I believe, Cargan. Captain Cargan, nice. And uh, the Klingon way, as Worf explained uh, before Riker came over, was that for promotions, you basically... Take down the guy over the you, is. right? Do all it's your. It's very Darth Vader, captain. Yeah. You know, like that's how anyone ever got promotions in the Empire was Vader killed the guy ahead of you, and then you got his job. Right, but this works from the other end yeah. because you kill the guy over you mm-hmm. and step up. So it's very right. Sithy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. Star Killer did that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I tell you this much: because as soon as he gets aboard the vessel, um, they have you know the uh, the captain makes him swear the oath. To the Klingon vessel makes right. Uh, he's uh, like, Riker. "Who do you serve?" Yeah. <laughs> right. Which was I thought was a kind of a cool moment. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I serve you guys." And then immediately somebody calls him a liar, and he right. says, and he says it to him in Klingon, and and says, "You will speak officer. English on this vessel." <laughs> right. Which was cool. Which was which cool. I thought was kind of neat because mm-hmm. how the hell would 
Riker even know what the hell's going on? Uh, well, his universal translator that has worked in every episode, unless it involves <laughs> Romulans or Klingons, well, apparently. Yeah, but it still makes it interesting how they, they went about that way. You can translate dog, but then when you get to a Klingon, it's like, ah, no. <laughs> I think one of the coolest things about the scene, though, is when the captain's like, you will speak in his language. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's insulting, but at the same time, it's kind of polite, like. Right, thought it was it was very Klingon esque. Oh, totally, it was awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. this episode. And, yeah, and, and the dudes... never mind the the UTI not working. It's just urinary tract. <laughs> damn it, the Universal Translator. That was a slip, but you know, it's it's like it's 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 badass. I I liked it. I like this cool. scene a lot. And I like the fact that the guy that's calling Riker out's massive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in order for this guy to tower over Riker, he's got to be like seven foot. You know tall. that that yeah. dude is. I think that's a dude from uh, Cobra. With Stallone. No, really? Guy. Yeah. It totally is. Is it? Because he's got the weird head and the square check, jaw. Manny, I think Manny, you're right, Check dude. that out immediately we'll if see. it's the bad guy from Cobra. Hold on, sorry, stand by. Because that would be pretty cool. I think he's right. Because that guy was scary. I think that guy was in the What was the title of this episode? Too. Honor? A Matter of Honor. A Matter of, of honor. honor. But he calls him out right off the bat and was like, right. hey, look. Well, he's the second officer, You're though. a punk bitch. I like how he lurches around with those giant hydraulic tubes. Yeah. And he kind of like comes around the side of it all, Phantom of the Opera, and he's all like, oh, I'm going to get... Oh, he's just <laughs> badass. I fucking love the Klingons. And then they, get into, awesome. then they get into the fight. Right. Well, you know... Riker, of course, has to sucker punch him in order oh, to take him down. Ain't nothing wrong with which that, Jack. is fine because that's him. you're going to fight a Klingon. That that's is that's totally the dude. It's the dude from what's it called? His name is Brian Thompson. Awesome. From, so that's uh, him. Cobra and Terminator. Terminator. Awesome. Cool. That's badass. But the thing is, I was as I'm watching this episode. Good call, Manny. As I'm watching this episode, I'm thinking to myself, how did the Klingons get anything done? Because you're always busy killing the guy over you. And <laughs> <It's> then, like, <laughs> you're always fighting your superior officer. Like, how do they get anything done? Well, Worf said it's worked for, you know, centuries or whatever. But how? How do they Just, build technology? Well, I mean, they, they have sex. They drink blood wine. They fight. They go on tour. That's true. <laughs> I mean, like that's—they're a metal the band. Ships? I mean, it's not, awesome. You know, but the thing is, though, it's like let's say Ben and I are on a Klingon vessel, and I realize right. this is like the worst thing that you could possibly ever imagine <laughs> for you. Yeah, right. But let's, but let's say like you're my superior officer, right? Right. And you give me an order, and if I go, now nah, I'm not doing that. Then we have to fight to the death. Nothing's we don't have to done. fight to the death. I just smack you around a little bit. But then, but then the whole point of that though is, we could always be fighting. Right, well, they but, are always fighting. But that's the whole thing, though. Well, it's like, and how do they ever manage to well, get think anything of a pack, done? Like a pack of animals, like wolves or something. There's going to be the alpha, and then right. you know, there's going to be that initial fighting. But once everybody know who gets the their pecking order, there's you know, only every now and again when somebody gets a little squirrely, to, you know, there's going to be a brawl. Yeah, right, there's going to be right. a battle royal. I mean, <laughs> the entire society is based off of like a very feudalistic idea of honor. So they have these codes of honor where it's like you respect somebody. Because of what they did for your family, or mm -hmm. because they had they were glorious in battle, or whatever, or whatever. in the bedroom, mm -hmm. or in the bedroom. Yeah, that's why know. I respect Lieutenant Commander Tony Johnson. I respect you too. I've seen his conquests. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I love the Klingons. You play it's do player. It's you know so good in here, man, right now because. Ben is just biting his tongue because he cannot stand Klingons. Well, I mean, I, I've spent my entire life hating Klingons and them hating us, and then all of a sudden one day. Oh, let's put well, one on the bridge, and now ben. we're friends and happy. And ben, I mean, it's progress, just like Commander Johnson What's said. progress? It, it, I mean, it's like the Russians are supposed to be our friends after communism fell, and all of a sudden, uh, well, maybe they're not you exactly know, we can't keep friends, but people, we're not man. enemies. we got to get along. Yeah, this is the 24th century. Yeah. We don't have to get along. They, it, space is really big. 
Yeah, well, this you face know, is big. That doesn't mean you have to fight each other. <laughs> it's indeed large. I love that. I want that on your shirt. Face is big. Ben, you're no awesome. shit, a hole. <laughs> you know, so let them stay in their little section, and we stay in our big section, and everybody. Oh, so happy. you want to segregate wow. things? Separate space but equal. Segregation. Wow, dude. Oh, that's not cool, man. Space Jim yeah. Crow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the Klingon water fountain. <laughs> Nothing like that. That's I mean, not cool. Back of the shuttlecraft. You can, you can treat them like they're people, but wow, Klingons are great. Yeah, they're they're. I, but I understand. Well, I mean, you look at the, I mean, with the whole thing. Like you're pointing out, their whole society of you know always fighting, and the, you, you go to the pack mentality. They don't revere the arts. They don't revere sciences. They, but they have Shakespeare translated in Klingon, and they read it. Like, Worf has that on bookshelves in his room, and they revere the arts because look at all their decorative material. Like, look but at all, all but of their, to be like, fair, iconography. All, to be fair, all their decorative material are weapons. I know, it's badass! <laughs> I love it! <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, you know what this room is missing? A giant dagger on the wall. That's right! They're fucking space Vikings! I mean, they're fucking... It's awesome! <laughs> I, love the, I love the Klingons before they got the cool head ridges. Like, See, back now, in Old Trek, I, I thought those guys were badass, but, too. But to be fair, Old Trek, they're just in blackface. Which is which is totally wrong. They're really smarmy and they're like super like I'm gonna whoop your ass. Like they just come on the ship. Like they know every. Oh, I fucking. No, I can. But I can understand hating the Klingons in 1966 or whenever the original series came on because they were kind of more Ferengi-ish almost. But now it seems like they're more like samurais to some extent. Like they've been they've been But I just got tired of the entire show begin focusing. On the Klingons, I actually at one point started referring to Next Generation as the Happy Klingon Hour. I know because it turned into this long soap opera about you know the rise and fall of the House of Mog, and I didn't really give a rat's ass. <laughs> well, I'm episodes. sorry, I'm sorry, Enterprise can't cater your like asshole. Come on, man. <laughs> but I mean, I wanted it's better than being the Wesley Show, where it's <laughs> yeah, like, oh, something breaks. It could be and worse. Now Wesley's got to fix it. You know. Like, yeah, I'd much I rather... would rather put up with the son of Moog than Wesley Crusher. And it's fun to talk about honor and battle. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, if it was like just maybe an episode or two a year, but I mean, for a while there, it seemed like it was the Wharf show. Well, to be fair though, but I mean, I think weren't those episodes probably the highest rated and most enjoyed? Yeah. That's why they yeah. kept doing it oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. people dig Klingons. You know what I mean? And their society is rather fascinating. I think you just grew up in the TOS. Era, and that's why I like the Vulcans it. better. I wanted you know, to know that's more about like Vulcan culture. Yeah, Vulcans can suck it. They well, bore. they can. That's why they're so popular. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I mean, I give wanted... and receive. <laughs> Highly logical. <laughs> infinite diversity and infinite combinations. IDIC. The whole <laughs> Vulcan philosophy. Like, Vulcans are all right, but I mean, I, I got my fill of Vulcans. Like, I want to learn more about the Klingons, and you know, I don't know. I mean, they're I the dirty. Vulcans, there's they honor. Me, they fight a lot. <laughs> they're dirty. And... <laughs> it was great. I, don't know, I mean, man. now we know everything about the Klingons. You have no honor. Oh, uh, okay. Now you do. <laughs> <laughs> Battle. Moving on. Kill them now, all. You know, they got curvy swords. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> As a little kid, that shit was awesome to yeah, me. Dude. I was I'm trying a- to make batlets out of sticks in the yard. I'm like, oh, no, it's not curved right. I've always found Klingon episodes of TNG are always my favorite episodes. Yeah. They're where, fun episodes. Where I look at like uh, holodeck episodes is <laughs> the, my least favorite. Right, the, the right. Klingon episodes are always my most favorite episodes. They're always good episodes. Well, man. something's going to happen in a Klingon episode. There's going to yeah. be action. There's going to be Something is going to actually and happen. And hopefully the Klingons man. will die. <laughs> I mean, and, so, yeah, there's some of my favorite episodes. Too. <laughs> and, I, and, I look, and I look at it like this. 
when you get a Klingon episode, you're not going to get an episode full of six meetings. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's like nobody's going to sit at a table. <laughs> every six minutes, there's not going to be a meeting. And if there is, it's going to be Staff meetings. We got we to kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and if there I'm... are meetings, it happens in this episode where, I guess because we're just kind of moving along forward, yeah. uh, everything, uh, uh, Riker kicks this guy's ass, Right. then they're having dinner. Yeah. And at the dinner table, the Klingon dinner table, Riker is propositioned by two Klingon females. Yeah. Well, no, initially it was, uh, you know, if, if the food was, was too much for him, because the Klingons have some That's pretty right. nasty clue, uh, right. food. And uh, the second officer was like, well, if that's too much, maybe we could get one of the females to breastfeed you. Which was a cool joke. Yeah. 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 Like, it was and funny. It, and if you look at Riker, he didn't object. He's <laughs> no. like, He's like uh, okay. I, I, do this. I was thinking the really? same thing, actually. <laughs> I love breast milk. <laughs> you know, they're, they're maybe, you know, the guys are meaning it like as an insult, like, oh, you're you're not tough enough. And he's thinking, hey, you know, I get I'm r- maybe you haven't heard of me. I'm Riker. <laughs> <laughs> These I get are to chicks. suck on some Klingon boobs. <laughs> then he looks over at the Klingon woman at the table. And he's like, maybe not. <laughs> well, she's, she's like a three. Uh, but the cool part yeah. is he knows he might have to. So what does he do? Takes a big swig of his ale, yeah. dude. He knows. He's like, all right, I got to take one for the team. Let's go. <laughs> Can't let humans look bad. Here's your goggles in space. Uh, it was a bit- <laughs> Some kind of blood wine. I'm it was sure. a very yeah. Chuck Johnson uh, response. Like, you got to right, do what you got to do, know man. I mean, you know, yeah. It's like the, they were wondering if you know you could handle the Klingon women and. His response was one or both. Yeah, yeah. They're all really like, badass. Oh, I fucking love it. Did <laughs> you get the feel for the Kling- like? You get a feel for Klingon culture. But again, then how do they? But again, it goes back to my argument: is how do they get anything done? They're all having sex and fighting each other. It's like, well, no, they fight each other during sex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, even then. Because we've already heard that the Klingon mating ritual is rather rough. I wonder if yeah. Riker could really hold up. I mean, he's fought Worf before. I think he he's been in up. those calisthenics. Yeah, but he's I fought he Worf, but he hasn't had sex before. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's willing to try anything. Yeah, it, it is Riker. I yeah. heard. He came on assignment because he, he wanted to try something no one had tried before. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he's trying I'm to t- bang t- And I'm just ladies. saying, this is what I heard. This is what I heard. <laughs> they're in the grapevine. Officer's lounge. Klingon women have fists in their vaginas <laughs> that will punch your penis out. <laughs> It's a battle. Junk it's punch. A battle. That's what I heard. Is that in the book? I, I'm looking here. I, I don't <laughs> see they this. fists in their vaginas, and it will punch your penis off? I, that's why it's a battle sex. <laughs> battle sex. Battle sex. <laughs> that's you have battle sex on the battle bridge, but... Awesome. Uh, I've never tried one, but I would like well, to. Well, the sounds, last thing you would want to do is catch a female woman red-handed. <laughs> that sounds, that <laughs> yeah. sounds very intense. Yes. Wow. I thought I'd throw that in there. So Interesting. Yeah, so it's... now um, the Klingons have had time Real to Real quick, before we go along. on, does Riker bang the two Klingons? Yes. Manny? I mean, I would Tug Johnson? Yes. I would say yes. Zell? Yes. Yeah. Ben? Before he left, yes. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. yeah okay, so we all agree. That, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. 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 Moving on. <laughs> That's a satisfied ship. Mm-hmm. Is it female? <laughs> yes. Okay, the checklist is complete. <laughs> and that's not always a requirement. No, it really isn't. <laughs> so anyway, though, uh, the Klingons finally notice there's something growing on the deck of their sh- on yeah. the hull of the ship, and it's eating through the stuff. And it's, it's, not a, s- it's not an STD from Riker? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're thinking it's an STD. It's never Space clear herpes. if that's what it is. <laughs> they're, they're thinking it's more of an STD from the Enterprise, ah. because meanwhile, the Enterprise has discovered the same thing. 
that uh, Mendon yeah. you know, ends and catfish face ends and catfish here has figured out that you know and he finally let it slip that oh yeah I noticed that too blah 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 way to go Charlie Tuna <laughs> <laughs> sorry Charlie yeah. so uh, Picard has to explain to Mendon that you know this is the kind of stuff that we pass up the chain of command and let people know about. See, right. The funny part is, though, he already tried to talk to Picard, and Picard shot him down immediately. Yeah. So well, that's because I've got some ideas about the efficiency of well, running the ship. Well, you got to the chain of command. That's so the deal. For this, hey, there's something growing on the ship. All that would be required for him to do the chain of command is look to his right and go, uh, Lieutenant Worf, there's something growing on the ship. Maybe and and I love Yellow Worf. alert. Maybe he doesn't like Klingons. And I, I, lo- I love Worf in this scene where he, you know, whenever you interact with catfish, <laughs> he's always... like, he's like the snotty boss. Really? You know, Worf yes. came up like, mm, you need to impress me. You know, because he said at one point. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's, yeah. Like, he's like, I will have to train you in Starfleet protocol. Yeah, it's, it's, it's oh, awesome. Shit. Well, no, Worf this just like rolls up on him. He, he's hitting on him. That, that's oh, that, that that's uh, Klingon no, foreplay. No. Is gotcha. it? I'm going to school you. I mean, what? <laughs> I'm kind of wondering if the uh, fish face guy heard of Picard's reputation for blowing up ships. Maybe he's like, maybe I shouldn't tell him until I figure out what's going on. <laughs> until I know exactly <laughs> what's going on. You know what, Jenny? That makes a lot of sense. Because if I tell him that there is like some kind of virus eating the ship, his first reaction would be to blow up the ship. <laughs> blow it up. Well, but well, Riker's no. not there. Who's, who's going to help him? Actually, uh, I'm sure he's got... Uh, you know it, what? it drops to data. Oh, okay. I'm, and you know what? I'm sure that <laughs> during one of the many trips down to engineering when they said they were going to blow up the ship... I'm sure Picard recorded Riker saying this <laughs> yep. just in case he wants to blow up the ship and Riker's not around. Yeah. Hold on, let me get my recording out. And just in case it has like a handprint verification or anything, he's got like a model of Riker's <laughs> hand. He got it was Riker's sleeping. Why is my hand in this putty? Don't worry about that, number one. Just go back to sleep. <laughs> Sleepy time, number one. Quiet, Riker, quiet. <laughs> it's okay. It's only a dream, Riker. <laughs> that, that fuzzy Sasquatch-looking chest of Rikers. Hey, uh, Captain, I had the strangest dream last night that I woke up and you were taking a, a clay mold of my hand. That sounds insane to me, number one. You Don't be preposterous, You should one. tell the doctors about this immediately. Where is Troy? Tell her about your crazy dreams. It, it wasn't your hand. It was your wang. I'm ah! Hey. hey <sighs> Go to sleep. So, <laughs> so the Enterprise is discovered finally. You know, ends and catfish's ineptitude has yes. hasn't killed them yet. Yes. And, uh, right. Right. So they're like, oh wait, this you know is on the Klingon ship. We should go check it out and give them a hand. Uh, the Klingons see it and automatically think they were poisoned. Exactly. Yeah, they're like they were sabotaged. Right. The last ship that we were anywhere near was the Enterprise. Get Riker us. up here, and yeah. they scanned us. They deep scanned that specific That's, area. Yeah. Makes total sense. The to shaft me. of the ship. Yeah. Yeah. The shaft. Well, was. Really, yeah. Right. Right behind the, yeah. the big. Round, big head. thick head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. No, it's really not. <laughs> yeah. But it makes sense to me. I mean, I don't want to sound like a crazy Klingon conspiracy theorist slash sympathizer. Stands to reason. But it makes sense. But at the same time, where the Federation would be calling up the other ship going, hey, guys, did you notice this? The Klingons' first thing they do is... Blow it up! We've been attacked. We have to kill them. <laughs> but, it, right. but it's the Klingon way almost. Yeah. Shoot first, ask questions yeah, later. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I mean, we didn't have a space STD before we rolled up. Now we've got one. Clearly, it must come from their ship. Yeah, Makes sense. the Enterprise the scan up. does. Makes sense to me. They yeah. might be trying to attack us. I mean, because you got to understand the Klingon are not just dealing with the Federation. 
They got to deal with the Romulans. They got to deal with the Cardassians. But we right. have this grand alliance with yeah, the, but not the Federation mention, and the even Klingons. Though, even though there's a grand alliance, I'm sure some of the old school Klingon dudes are like kind of still not fully yeah, trusted. Yeah, because only been the Federation for like the last <laughs> much, like, much like you, Lieutenant Commander McCormick. Yeah. Essentially, have a, a hardcore grudge. Yeah, exactly. Essentially, the you're like the Japanese dude that hates the Americans. <laughs> like 60 years later, you still don't like the the Gaijins. You know, that's what it is. I, I'm not too keen on Germans and the Japanese myself, but yeah. that that's just oh, yeah. you know it's all coming. It's out. been a while. Yeah. It's starting to show. <laughs> as, as am I, as you sit on my crowd. So am couch. I. But <laughs> crowd couch. I'm a Scott Mick Kraut. I mean, it's oh, it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, so I imagine that there are people that still hold great resentment towards the Federation. Yeah, man. So right. I mean, it, I mean, it's a shaky alliance. They had to use Chorus Boy to do it. That's so. true. It's true. I mean, he wasn't very good in the first place. He was a dick. So yeah. But as we can see, I mean, you know, old grudges die hard. Yes. But I mean, but the Klingon uh, reasoning is somewhat kind of archaic to think like, oh, they're they poisoned us. Let's get them. Yeah. Right. Because but it, but it works for the purpose yeah, of the show. Really but that's what my are. thing is though is that the Federation has this long track record of connivory and sneaking and oh wait no that's the Klingons. Wow. So they they they're projecting their. Their own uh, well, I mean, traits onto the Federation, well, in, and that's in, what causes these problems. Episode, and it was a war for oil. In episode six, I mean, you know, wasn't there a member of the Federation, or was he a member of the Klingon Empire trying to kill the guy bringing him together? I can't remember. The delegate, or the ambassador in six. Oh, the, right. that was that was Toss. That was the original. No, but that happened. Crew, in, yeah, but I'm saying, but I mean, it's yeah, still. Yeah, it's the conspiracy, yeah, yeah, the conspiracy was there. But yeah. that, well, and, okay. Chronologically, yes, that did take place before this. As far as presented, though, I'm just I'm saying. Just, but I mean, facts if you're are going, facts, if man. You're going canon, and that that was a uh, conspiracy between the Klingons, the Romulans, and the Federation. Small little, it wasn't. But I'm just as saying, a whole. But I'm just saying, as history, being it revisionist history, yes, because this episode came out before, right. You know, episode six. But, I mean, it's in the timeline, chronologically, in our timeline, well, so it makes sense that the Klingons would be a little paranoid. But at the same time, that was, what, once, twice that the Federation That's has enough. done something like but that? That's that enough. All it takes is one. But one then the, Fed the Klingons, though, it's like every time we deal with them, they're, you know, you know they're up to something. And they usually are. They're conniving. Conniving. No, I, I guess uh, more like sneaky. <laughs> Conniving is such a dirty word. Sneaky's word. I don't word even think sneaky's the word. I think they're just prepared. Cunning. Cunning. They're very yeah. cunning. Battleistic. Yeah, sure. Battleistic. They're ready to fight. Yeah. They're always battle ready. Always they're like throw they're down. the frat guy at the bar that said, you know, he's right on the verge. He's had <laughs> yeah. one too many beers and he's just ready to throw Let's it out. Yep. Come on, douche. Hey, hey look, take my your, shirt off, bro. Hey, your girlfriend was looking at me, a hole. It's not my fault at, her, her ass landed on my hand, bro. I was looking at that fat bitch, bro. Let's fucking throw it out, douche. Like, hey, yo, the, bitch that, is ugly, bro. That's the Klingon empire. <laughs> that's the Klingon mentality. Except with honor. Except with honor. Well, they do it. And yeah. curvy swords. Don't forget that. And curvy yeah. swords. Yeah. Yeah. Those are awesome. Badass. You and so, me are going to fight with this curvy sword, douche. <laughs> <laughs> Break out your curvy sword. We're going to throw it out, bro. <laughs> so the Bring Canadian your honor, dude. <laughs> I'm ready, man. I got your honor swinging, bro. <laughs> I'm right here, dude. You and me are going to fucking Come get on. it on. Take a swing. Take a swing, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. My face is right here, Come bro. On, dick. What are you doing, asshole? Let's fight. Mm -hmm. Honor, right. bro. That's what it is, that, dude. That, that, Kick yeah. you with my... Hold on to my shoes, bro. Hold on to my white hat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get your blood on my white hat, dude. 
Hey, let me take off my Aeropostale shirt first, bro. <laughs> You're a douche, man. Can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> We're called <What>? popped. <laughs> I got this on discount, dude. Hey, hold on. Let me take off three of my four pop collared polos, bro. <laughs> I don't want to get. I don't want to get your blood on it, bro. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. There is a chance your blood, because there'll be so much of it, will seep through one, maybe two of my polos. (laughs) But I think my third or fourth might be protected, bruh. Fucking throw down, dick. (laughs) You and me. Son of Bog rules. (laughs) Woo! Fucking awesome. Then he leaves. (laughs) Peace him out. I'm son of Moog. (laughs) I'm going to kick your ass. Staggers out of the parking lot. (laughs) What? Uh, oh man, my bird of prey got towed. <laughs> Fuck man, that was my dad's bird of prey. He's gonna kill me. <laughs> oh man, best episode ever. <laughs> so now the Klingons are going back, yes. and uh, uh-huh. they've discovered. Uh, ah, they're the, cloaking. They're cloaked. They're cloaked because they're, cloaked. they're ready for battle, and they're. Uh, Looking around for you know what happened, Riker's in trouble now. It's obviously they're the Federation him. is. They're grilling him for yeah. information. We want why, the secrets. Give us the secrets. Yeah. Why did you do this to us? Well, then to make matters worse, since the Federation, the Enterprise has found out that they've got this, and the Klingons have got intercept this. Intercept course. They go on an intercept course to help the Klingons. Which makes well, sense. The Klingons look at this as well. They're trying to. Tra- they're, they're trailing us to see how we die. I'm uh, cool with right. that. See, I, I I like the part where you know they're like asking Riker, "Well, you're a spy for them, uh, for the for Starfleet. Why would they send me here if we were gonna blow you up? So you it could die with honor. It doesn't make any sense, like you know. Well, for the fe- that was a great you know distinction between the two people is that the Federation wouldn't send somebody to die on the ship, right? But the, the Klingons, Klingons can't would, fathom yeah. why you that wouldn't. we wouldn't because yeah, why it's not? like. You can die with honor in I, battle. I also love the fact that they're, it's like the Enterprise is making the call. Like the Enterprise went to the doctor and they realized they had an STD and like, hey, uh, <laughs> I got to call this chick that I banged last week because uh, yeah. I may have had herpes when I had sex with her. So, mm. hey, inter- hey, Klingon vessel, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I think I gave you herpes. Hey, Punk, you, you <laughs> notice any rash on your ship? <laughs> <laughs> you might want to get that checked yeah, out. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. That was me. <laughs> Go to the space My, free my bad. <laughs> You know, the Enterprise has a way to, to fix it. They've got their space laser yeah, penicillin right, or whatever, right, right. their neutrino. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, you're not going to be able to do this because the Klingons are cloaked and ready to battle. Mm-hmm. They're going to uncloak and attack the uh, the Enterprise. Why, why do they, why, but why do they have to uncloak to attack? You, like, can't, you can't fire. That, there's only been one ship they can fire while cloaked, and it was destroyed. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, oh, something to do with the amount of energy required to keep to the cloak. ship cloaked. Keep the ship cloaked. Okay. And well, you're then bending light waves around your ship in order for it to cloak. In order to do a lot that. of energy. Yeah. yeah. Plus, once the minute you fire, you uncloak because your yeah, you can tell where you're firing. And I love the way the Klingon vessels always look when they uncloak. Like someone took a blanket and is like shaking yeah. it out, and <laughs> it just kind of goes in waves. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I think it's so cool. I've always loved the the it's cloaking and the uncloaking. It's it. cool. But um, I got the Christmas ornaments. You have a cloaked Klingon vessel yeah, Christmas it's, ornament? It's, it's see-through. Is it there? Well, yeah, but it's like Are you it's making like this up, Anton? No, it's, no, it's, it's That's a cloaked thing. Klingon vessel right there <laughs> on get, the tree? They gave it's just the, a the Christmas bunch of strings. <laughs> Anton, Anton, there's nothing on your... Well, all the decorations are cloaked, bro. <laughs> my, my tree is cloaked. <laughs> <laughs> all the presents are cloaked, too. The entire tree. Anton, look at all the presents I got you. Oh, you can't see them because they're cloaked. 
But they're, thinking, they're there. They're there. The guy at the Hallmark <laughs> store saw him coming. He's like, no, no, no. It, it's, it's the ornament. $30. It's a very rare cloak Klingon ship. On a string right here. Oh, wow. Do you have any more of those? Actually, we do. <laughs> I need eight. <laughs> no, it's like a, it's like resin. It's really because they made a they made a Klingon Warbird. Right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then they made right. a resin one that's see through. Oh, that's and cool. So, mm. They're sitting next to each other on the bottom of the tree. Sure, you do. Fucking crazy machine. I'm into that. Ben would blow your tree up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> got, I've got a batlet. I've got wharf. I've got an insignia. He'll just like, blow up your tree. Anton like, walks in his house. Just he's burning. <laughs> <laughs> Anton's house is on fire. It's a very <laughs> special Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll see. But yes, so the uh, the Klingon vest and Riker tells him, "Hey, make sure you're what forty thousand right." Because because initially they were trying However, to have him give up secrets and space right. like, no I'm not going to do that My I swear my honor for my previous ship and to this ship too but I will die with your vessel I thought yes. it was cool because yeah. Right. Yeah. Riker's into the whole Klingon thing dude oh, he's yeah. totally LARPing and he's amped on <laughs> yeah, he, oh, yeah. He's, he is he's a warrior man Yeah, he, he really is but he, really he tells is. him like they need to be within like 40 thousand kilometers yeah because right. yeah, yeah. they use which the metric was, system in space well you know well, they're using kilometers <laughs> which is odd because the Klingons up through Star Trek 3 had used kilocams I don't know what that is wow, 9,000 kilocams I didn't even thought about that and then, and then it comes back I believe in Redemption mm-hmm. uh few seasons later that they start using the kilocams again. Well, they but tried this episode, they're, yeah. They tried metrics like everybody didn't realize it was kind of This dumb. was 1976 for the Klingon Empire. <laughs> we, we've switched to the metric system and they tried it for a while and, you know. Why did we do this for? This is stupid. And then they went back to kilocams. <laughs> yeah, which makes sense though. Everybody, metrics was hot for a while. So at least it's good to see that metrics also has like a, a revival. Right. You know? Well, the, the Federation is on the metric system. I know. But so, they're trying to push it again. Well, they're trying to push it on everybody. Every it's disgusting. Every four hundred years, <laughs> they try the metric system again. So, it's time to push it. The ships get together. They're gonna, you know, they're they're coming up on each other. The Klingons are cloaked. They're not answering the Federation. Riker pulls out his uh, suppository. Out suppository out of the booth. Right. Yeah. And uh, of what's that you have in your hand? The captain wants to see it immediately. Oh, Why is yeah. it blinking? What is that? Yeah. Give it to me. It was shiny. I want it because <laughs> being a Klingon, he's obviously going to either try to steal oh. it or you know eat it. Come on, man. <laughs> it's it's it shiny, so give it's it here. not moving. So he's I not share all eat it. of these qualities. <laughs> I love shiny shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will try to eat it most of the time. So he took it. So well, the that's captain, just because you're hungry. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just a hungry boy. <laughs> the captain's holding the uh, suppository transponder um, with its blinking and flashing. They get within forty thousand kilometers, which is transporter range. Warf which is, is pretty badass. Which I, is pretty I, smart. You got to give it to Riker. He's a smart cookie. Yeah. Well, I was because yeah. he Wondering. knows he has this thing. He turns it on. He knows that once this shit goes down, they're going to try to transport him off the vessel. Right. Riker's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is though is that Worf picks up the transponder signal on the Enterprise while they're still out of range, and he seems surprised. He's like, "Oh, we're picking up a transponder." Let me check the coat. You were expecting a different one. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure he wasn't expecting Riker to use it. I Not mean, that fast. Maybe he's, I get, maybe that, he's giving away to lots of chicks. Or yeah, people yeah, just, in general. I mean, we don't know what Worf's got going on. Like, he could have spec ops. I mean, he is in charge of security. There could be all sorts. Of, who knows? There could be a lot yeah, you don't know true. about Worf. You're going to the bathroom here. Take this. Security. <laughs> Just out. in case you We're out of paper. We're out of paper. I'm activating it. Just in case you fall in. <laughs> it's like that uh, help I've fallen and I can't get up commercial. Yeah, it's life alert. 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 Life alert
efficient. Yeah. yeah. So they get in range, and of course, you know, they do what they do and beam over the trans, you know, whoever's holding the transponder, which is the Klingon captain. Awesome. Which, which is cool. proves that there's treachery on the Federation's part because now he's been kidnapped by the Federation. Damn Federation. He spins around. He's going to pull the blaster. Warf, Warf uh, blasts him. Right. Takes yeah. him out. Warf blasts him. He doesn't mess around, dude. And then all of a sudden, they call over. They hail the Klingon vessel. And who's sitting in the chair? Captain Riker. Riker. That's right, because Riker's taking out the captain. Ry- so now he's the Riker captain. relieved him of his duty, nice. which is awesome. And then what does he tell Picard? Surrender. Surrender. And, this and he moment- does. And he does. He looks so happy to surrender. Yes. It was orgasmic. Oh, man. This is as, as he... I finally get to surrender. <laughs> I surrender. I surrender. And it's it's probably better for him because he gets to surrender to an inferior officer, like someone who's below him in rank. Not anymore, though. Well, I mean, he's captain, but like on his ship, yeah. he is his uh-huh. number one. So, but even that though, how many Federation captains get to say they surrendered to a Klingon ship? True. So this is like a trifecta for him. <laughs> yeah, I think this officially has it. Now I think he's officially surrendered to every kind of vessel you could possibly <laughs> yes. imagine. Yep. He's got his little chart in his office. Done. <laughs> it's like space bingo. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Ferengi's check. Andorian's check. Klingon's check. He got it. Yeah, and, and with the peace treaty, you know, they didn't think they'd ever be able to get that little Klingon checkbox. Yeah. And it's like, that's why he sent Riker over there in the first place. He knew it's all Picard's master scheme. And if you look at he's Riker's smart. face when he demands the uh, the uh, the surrender, he's fired up, dude. He's got yeah. some, uh, yeah. Got to maintain. It was awesome. Face. I was really impressed by Riker in this episode. I thought it was a yeah. pretty brilliant plan because, I mean, it almost seemed like he said... I'm gonna make him surrender. This is gonna be yeah. great. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'll have my, I'll have my comeuppance. Right. So now you know it's resolved. Everybody's happy. It, they well, fixed the vessel. They're fixing the vessel with their space penicillin laser yes. to cure mm-hmm. the space STD. Worf gets to shoot the Klingon captain, which was awesome. I mean, he right. has some Klingon on Klingon rage. And he just blasted that yeah. dude. He really right. did. He just, and and again, was, awesome. why was the Klingon weapon so unnecessarily long? Like their pistol, like they have the pistol, and it's literally like four feet long. Yeah. It's overcompensating. Like, how the hell can you miss anybody with one of those it's fucking the things? I mean, all you can do ever. is touch them with it. Yeah, you can poke them with it. <laughs> yeah, it's poke them to death. Gotcha. I mean, it doesn't oh, have the pointy tip. So. Ben, let, let me ask, two prongs on the end. Let me ask right. you a question about Worf. He was he moved to Earth, right, at a young well, age? No, not, no, not originally. No, his his family, his adoptive family is from Earth. They're uh-huh. Russian. But and, he was uh, on a space station that was attacked by the Romulans. Well, no, he was on a planet, yeah. uh, planet yeah. Kinemar, that was attacked. Yeah. So exactly so how old battle. was he when he when he moved to Earth? That's right, the Kinemar. He didn't move to Earth. He grew when up he... on a farming colony, a Federation farming colony. Okay, it was a yeah, Russian, but he was, Russian he was six. I, so how old? I believe he was, so he was six. six. I think he was six. But he's still very in touch with his uh, Klingon. I think he overdoes it. I, I think it's like he knows it's there and I'm different and all the kids hate me because I'm different. It's like right. being the the one Asian kid in a school full of, you know, hillbillies in Alabama. That's how I was in Omaha. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wasn't waving my Asian flag. I look flag. at it as kind of Jersey Shore mentality to some extent. Like Worf is fist pumping? They're Italian and, like, they're amped on being Italian, oh, so they, okay. like, they go to all the Columbus Day parades and shit like that. Like, they've never been to Italy. Yeah, but they've never been to Italy. Like they're yeah. very prideful in their their heritage and their background, right? Which yeah. I mean, some people are. You know sense. what I mean? Like they just take pride in it. And if you're and if you're Klingon, then why not celebrate the fact that you're a Klingon? It's like me. I'm German Irish, 
Nobody gives a shit about German. Yeah, I, I haven't seen so, you goose stepping. Yeah, so it's like, I'm not going to be out goose stepping. I'm not going to go to, you know, drinking celebrations. But if you're a full fledged Italian, there's a good chance that you've been to a Columbus Day parade. Well, if you're yep. remotely Irish, you've, you've seen a, a St. Patrick's Day yeah, parade. Yeah, but I mean, you're not going to go necessarily wanting to march in it. You know what I mean? Right. But some of the Irish are very happy to be Irish. Right. You know, Captain Ireland is happy being Irish. Yeah, yeah. you know? So why not? <laughs> Some people take their backgrounds a little more seriously right. than yeah. others. Right. So I think that's why. And if you're a Klingon, why not celebrate the fact that you're a race of I know, warrior right? badasses badass. that decorate their house with weapons? I, mean, I, I can understand why he would celebrate that. I mean, sure, be you know, celebrating being a Ferengi. Or one of those guys that breathe into those stupid things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't flaunt it. Yeah. Not much pride there. Panzanine yeah. or whatever they are. So. so the Klingon captain gets back to the uh, the Pock. Yes, the Pock, the Tupac. This was the first one. And the uh, okay, second all right. One the second one was the Tupac. I just find it strange that the Klingons would name a vessel after a 20th century American rapper. Who knows? Well, you you Who knows? really can't appreciate his music until you've heard in the original <laughs> Klingon. Damn uh, right. <laughs> now I want someone to translate the rhymes of Tupac and Klingon. Done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a very doable thing. I'll do it actually. next week. <laughs> Let me write that down. <laughs> but um, <laughs> note to self. Well, there's the thing though is back on this honor issue, the captain's got to save face. Yeah. So he's standing there. He's grumpy, of course, because he's been relieved of command. For and he just got lasered. Yeah. And he got and he got, he got phased by Worf. His ass whooped. Riker uh, steps up, and uh, when he's told to do something, I guess growls at the captain. And the captain backhands him. Uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah, smack he cuffs there. him pretty good. There. That dude. Yeah, he flew over that weird kind of the pole inconvenient thing, pole. That's yeah, in like way. whoever designed this bridge, they're really poor. It's dark and smoky, and there's just like well, beams everywhere. Those yeah. two, those like two like pillars, laser tag or something. like the two pillars yeah. on either side of the throne. Those are hydraulics. The whole thing comes down, like it opens up. So the front of the ship, like where the ball section uh-huh. is, that whole thing lowers. So those hydraulics actually lower that entire floor. Like externally, but it seems like such a waste. Why not just build the floor kind of slant to yeah. begin with, or just you know, I guess. Why do we have? What was the purpose section? of? Because uh, if it drops down like that, they can just like roll out. Like they basically can just rush. So if they crash the ship, they can open the front section and just like run out and be jacking people. Uh, like it's all set. There's a good chance, though, if the ship crashes, they're all it's gonna dead. blow yeah, up. Yeah, but they're psychotic Klingons. They <laughs> don't think like that. <laughs> they're just hoping. That it's like the, it's like the boarding uh, when when the ships, the Viking ships, right? They have the front section that just flips open uh-huh. and do like they just run the ship like up a the ground. Oh. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like the front ramp. of the ship opens. Yeah, yeah. Up. The same thing they do with like the old like uh, army vessels in Normandy. Yeah, right. where it just falls open right. and dudes just are rolling out. It's oh, the like same. The Cross we rode. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All right. Okay, that's it just seems it. you know inconvenient, like hard to maneuver around. Because I mean, especially it. for that Klingon captain. I mean, he was a big fatso. Right. I mean, for, you know, for them <laughs> yeah, saying like it's is. always great for Klingons to die in battle. I mean, that guy, he's real fat. And how do you? And like, if there are no old Klingons, like because they all die in battle, with hopefully with right. honor, mm-hmm. then. How do you become like a captain? You just survive a lot. You, yeah, you live longest. Yeah, yeah. man. That's and he's got the battle scars. He's yeah, got but the I'm just saying, it just seems the... you know, kind of you know. So I guess the way you, I mean, there's old Klingons. It's just they just they're, they're, they're just badass. Yeah, dude. They're or like, they're good at or, hiding, perhaps. They're like you know, Sergeant well, Rock. They're big cowards. Now the hiding Klingons though are the ones without honor, and that's like uh, the second officer his referring. Father, to yeah. dad, he's talking yeah. about his dad that. You know, he's a POW. <laughs> right, so now him. he's going to die with no honor yeah. as a weak old man cowering. So he waits I will to not die visit. naturally. 
But it's weird though that he couldn't just go back out to battle and then fight. Still more. old. But I'm just saying, like even when they found him as a POW, like they didn't just put him right back to service. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yes, and then they uh, a Riker comes back over and they say, "Hey, everything worked out. Okay, you great. Got a shiner. You know, and then uh, and on it. him and Worf are speaking, and he says, "Hey, man, your race is pretty awesome." Being a Klingon yeah. rules. Give him a pat on the back. And yeah. then Worf is like, "Welcome home, Riker." Yeah, yeah that was really cool. My that was really cool. It was cool. I missed I, you. I missed oh your God. soft caresses. <laughs> yes. That episode was uh, great. Uh, I'm gonna say I love that episode. Yeah, man. Yeah, love it. Like I'm gonna like. What are you saying, Manny? I'd give it an eight. An eight. Oh yeah. I'm gonna agree. I love that episode. Yeah, that, that episode's badass. Eight. Yeah. I'm the dialogue. I'm is, giving it a ten. Everything's I'm, good. Everything's ten good. is a ten's a, a lot. Yeah. That's as high yeah, as it's it goes. like seriously one of my, if not my favorite, like uh-huh. one of my top three. I really love this episode. I mean, because you got to think like series wise, we get a little bit of Klingon. But like this is the first episode where it just rolls it out. Yeah, it's cool. And you get a lot, and there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of cool shit going on. The dialogue like, is great. The, it really is. It's yeah. written really well. And like Riker's scene with the Klingons, where they're just they're kind of like, we never expected you to have a sense of humor. And the you know the Riker's like, I'd never expected to hear a Klingon laugh. And like, yeah, they're exactly. Just, they're kind of chilling, and everybody's just cool with it. Like, I fucking love this episode. That's like, cool. I really, I was so amped about it. Like, when I saw these two episodes coming up back to back, I was like awesome yeah. yeah because the next episode that we do is also fantastic yeah right this is is this like the jumping off point of the series getting better or no. I mean, there's some, there's some these are glimmers of, of, of good things to come yeah, that's but what i'm saying like, right. but like, the rest of season two is kind of done <laughs> this yeah. is like the, the like okay cool this is where we could be going from here because it's a great episode right Jenny, it, what did you it really think? is um eight hey, ben six Wow, that's wow. really high for you because you yeah. hate Klingons. I hate Klingons. I thought you for sure would have said like you gave this episode a two. Well, no, I mean I I can appreciate that it's a well written episode. I mean there's a lot of drama, a lot of action. I can't complain about it. I can't let my personal hatred of an entire species of people, you know, well, that's right, right. take a, that out. That's a great way to end because much like an episode of Star Trek, to me that that proves that you're learning. <laughs> that you're evolving yeah. as a, that you're evolving as There's a character. There's a moral lesson at the end of the yes. episode. Oh, okay. Exactly. All you right. know, that's much like an episode of the the show that we review on a weekly basis. All right. Well, we can get out of here and then uh, we'll see you guys whenever. Yes. Yeah. Remember, go to iTunes, download the episodes, just search Dork Trek, subscribe, and you can watch them all on Netflix on your computer wherever you have them. I don't care. And you can listen to this along with it, and you That's can right. really enjoy Star Trek. And again, Ben's growing as a person. And that was a matter of honor. A matter of honor. Thank you, Scrum. Otherwise right known now. as Riker Banks Ducci. Cling on once. Double your pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back. Thank you for listening.